Hello, friends. Welcome to Take It or Lead It. This is Vale from exceptionally Bassano Bresciano, Italy today. Bassano Bresciano is where my parents live, and I'm here to spend a few days with them to celebrate Easter. But right now, I'm not at their place. I'm actually at the friend's place. And my friend Chris is my guest today. So Chris, why don't you introduce yourself and then we'll share a little bit more about you or about us. Hello, everybody. Let me introduce myself. I'm a friend of Valeriano, an old friend, but I'm not very old. I'm 39 years old. Um, I work in Italy and uh, I live in Italy. I've spent all my life here. Um, what else? So, Chris, you and I know each other from probably, I, I think, like 25 years or something. We met at high school. And yesterday I was telling you, do you remember I had a crush on you when we were high school? And I did not remember if I had sent a, like a diplomat friend to ask you out or I did it myself, but you did not remember that. Um, I didn't remember that, but... Um... Something just uh, comes in my mind. You didn't send anybody to ask me out, but probably you just sent me somebody to tell me that you had a crush, but oh, you okay. didn't do anything more. So that was a pretty weak attempt I made. Seems <laughs> like that's why it was very unsuccessful. Okay. Now, what people but don't know at this point is that I was successful a few years later because we had a quote-unquote romantic relationship, uh, which actually we just realized it was exactly 20 years ago when we started to date. And then uh, it lasted about, I guess, a year and a half. Yeah, more or less. After high school. I, yeah. was, I was beginning um, university. University. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that was 2002. Yeah. Yeah. So I think one of the things that more or less in this period. Yeah, yeah, it was about yeah. end of March, beginning of April yeah. when we started to date. And one of the maybe we'll tell some anecdotes. And I, I, it's funny because when we talk each time, I came up with some anecdotes and you came up with others, and we we kind of cross-reference because we don't remember all of these details um, that the others brings up. And uh, uh, what I remember and we didn't talk about recently was that you hesitated to kind of begin this relationship with me. So I was like, I want to say pushing you, but I was the one more convinced than you. I remember having asked conversation, hey, what is this relationship all about? Because we came from being really good friends into you know having a deeper connection. And I remember it took me a few months to kind of convince you. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But uh, probably you don't remember, I was dating another boy while we were good friends yeah and, okay so um then i realized that uh, that boy was not um uh, a good choice for, for that period of my life and then we still the two of us still were friends uh it took me a while to understand what was going on between okay. the two of us mm. uh, i think that uh, there was also some fear to ruin a friendship, a friendship. that was so strong and um, so pure in some way. Yeah. Um, but somehow it happened. <laughs> and I guess one of the reasons why you are here in this conversation to me is to 
share with our audience how a, a human relationship can have a number of different seasons and transition and changes. And what I find beautiful in our relationship is that we were dating for relatively, I don't know, short or long period, what, depending on the context. I was 23, you were uh, 20 yeah. back then. And uh, it was like a year and a half or something. And then we, we carried on in some sort of uh, hybrid state for, uh, for a bit longer. But 20 years later, we're here and we're making fun of the old times and we're still very well connected. A certain level, probably even more connected than we, we've ever been. So how do you explain that? Um, is there an explanation to this? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think many people struggle to uh, transition from being in a romantic relationship dating type of connection into something else and i think although for us it was not always like it wasn't necessarily immediate and it took we had different phases but um i think we are in a great connection right now of course we are now but um if we go back to that period when we broke up uh, and we were i was in my early 20s and um no no one of the two of us could ever think that we yeah. could be here after 20 years That's so fair. i think that just um some kind of things happen um not to everybody <laughs> um and not in every period of life we spent a lot a lot of time not talking, not talking to, to each, each other. other yeah uh, of course after breaking our relationship it was um hard to keep to to keep uh the connection yeah. and um, we were also young and i think that um, especially for for the youngest i think um it's not so obvious that you can um transform transform or re uh, uh, reframe uh, Yes, yeah. you can give a different frame to a relation. It's not very clear uh, that uh, love can change uh, his shape in, in, in a different way of love. Yeah. Uh, maybe for us, it happened that our love uh, um, turned into silence. It was silent for not only months, for, for years. years. Then it came up again in a different shape or, yeah it was not uh the romantic uh, relation between two people you had your life i had mine um, and of course we were living in two different countries for the last 16 years yes so uh, we we had different careers and we didn't um share this information for long yeah um but what i can say uh after 20 years looking back is that uh, relationship can change and can have different uh, shapes yeah during uh, all, all all the life yeah okay so yeah i think it's fair to say we had like long periods of silence and also um maybe it's worth spending a minute on how uh we like i don't know say how we broke up again we were young and uh, a lot lot to learn but i I think you know, I told you uh, often that, I mean, for me, our breakup was 
very painful because I I was very in love and I didn't uh, I didn't want it and um, I was very attached to you and it took me and I think we were seeing each other for a period right probably even up to a, up to a year or something um, even more uh, in some form or shape we were um, we were still I don't want to say dating but there was still something going on and uh, it only for me that period was really dark in some some sense because I experienced some form of sadness and slight depression that I had never experienced before and probably never experienced after but what I when I came out of that I have was a, a different person and that transition helped me a lot later in life when I was facing similar challenges and I am very grateful for for that because I uh, I think I made a I reframed the, you know, the suffering into something more meaningful and something more interesting, you know, in terms of how do I, you know, face certain challenges. So how did you live that period? And um, yeah, tell me something about it, because I think I never really asked you. Um, no, we probably never talked about that before. Um, I can notice a very big difference between you and me about that period because you have a clear memory of everything instead I don't have somehow something um, hurt me probably and I just don't remember I don't touch that feelings very well uh -huh. so I remember that I was struggling I didn't want to hurt you but I had to because I wasn't feeling um, um, well in that relationship anymore. So I had to do something, but this uh, is a kind of a trauma to a, to a person because you have to do something that hurt the other one. Yeah. Um, and afterwards, uh, um, I don't have very strong memories. I had mm -hmm. a period of life in which I just was alone. Um, and didn't understand how to walk without hurting you and trying to understand if um, I needed you or I needed something else. Okay. So, yeah, okay. thanks for sharing that. <laughs> and what I remember that how this period ended for me is, I remember when I was, when you told me, I was at work and you think you told me by phone or you texted me, um, but it was like uh, such a defining moment for me when you told me that you were seeing someone else. After we broke up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh, was like okay. after okay. we broke up, we had this like one plus year time of yeah. uh, back and forth and, and hybrid. And then at some point you told me, I'm seeing someone. Uh, it, was, it must have been like December or November. I have a very clear memory of that moment when I, uh, you know, when you communicated that. And I was unbroken. I had a... Uh, and I, that that was the end of it, right? I still had hopes because we're still seeing each other, and and then uh, that broke the whole thing. But then it also helped me restart, right? So that was a blessing in a way because then I I could okay I had the concentrated pain over the last the following few weeks, but then I could move forward, I could restart, uh, and then 
so that that was in a way the end of it and i think then i don't know how for how many years we didn't talk to each other but it must have been quite some time yeah because um you were very upset to me yeah and i was very worried to tell you (laughs) also because i knew that that was a breaking point uh from that on everything uh, uh, would change and 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 Indeed. and it did actually yeah um, yeah that that's what happened on that november and december i i fell in love with another guy that after a few years um became my husband yeah um and that's it right so uh fast forward maybe uh let's say it was 2003 uh, like 13 years or, or so, maybe 14, uh, you know, we got connected and disconnected a few times in that time pr- uh, time frame. But I do remember this moment when I uh, sent you an article I had written. Yeah. And uh, because I used to blog on medium.com and you read, read some of my articles and I remember having receiving that to me unexpected message from you that was so heartwarming where you told me like, uh, you know, I wish you were the person that you are today back then or something like that. Like he, you saw some kind of change in your reflection. It was an article where I was reflecting about uh, the, the skills that one person has and how do you, or I, how I see my skills and how do I want to use the gift I have uh, for the good of others, basically. That, that's the sum of it. Uh, but tell me more about that. That was such a good surprise to me. Um, let's go um, backwards again and see. Um, let's let's talk about a little bit about why we broke up. It was due to me, um, and I want to underline this because it's connected to uh, this article that I read a few years later. Um, you were kind of too much too much energy for me in that period of my life. And I was overwhelmed. It was too much. I couldn't express myself. I, I felt that I couldn't express myself very well. And now I can, I can just imagine that you had very, uh, a lot, a lot to say, but you couldn't canalize it in, in, yeah. the, in the right ways. And for me, it was simply too much. I couldn't understand that. In, in that period, what what it was, but um, and that was also what was struggling me because you were such a good guy that make um, could um, make me feel very well, but somehow there was something too much. Yeah. When I read about you years later, it was a kind of epiphany for me to understand that. You were not not calm, but you had a kind of peace inside that was not so explosive. Explosive, yeah. Okay, and so somehow I could um, manage to um, be again close to you. Yeah, it, I I couldn't feel um, I couldn't feel it um, dangerous anymore for me. Okay, it, that too much had become something very um, touchable. Yeah. 
No, thanks for saying that. I think that was probably the turning point. And since then, we have been really well connected. Would you agree with that? I think so, because uh, there was a reason why I, um, I fell in love with you 20 years ago. And it's something very deep inside of you. And that light is still there. I, I can see it again, uh, still till now, but um, uh, there was a lot of um, um, much around that, that yeah. during the years you probably, um, how do you say, like a sculpture? Yeah. You, 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 form, you shaped it. Yeah. So there was a lot of anthropic energy in me that, that was <laughs> yeah. overwhelming. I think I can relate now that I look back also probably I, uh, carried that type of energy in other relationships too and it's been of a pattern for me and one of the things I I hope I learned in the last few years not only I just gained a bit more inner peace but also to leave more space for my my partner um, cognitively emotionally in various ways and uh, I can totally understand that I I was overwhelming back then so yeah remember you telling me like uh, back then, like you are very, uh, very uh, of course, we were speaking Italian, so you use the word, um, but I, that it would translate as brainy, you're too brainy, you're, some, yeah, something like that. But yeah, no, actually, it's very touchy for me to, to hear all these things. So thank you for that. <laughs> and, it's the truth. Yeah, no, thank you. But also, I can reflect that I could say the same. So the, uh, the gentle heart that I, uh, experience 20 years ago is, is unchanged. And now I see uh, more confidence. I see more wisdom, of course, than, than 20 years ago. And also, you know, in a way, also your energies are much more balanced, right? You, in certain ways, you were a much more fearful person. Uh, a lot, yes. Right? And now I see you dealing with challenges um, with a much more balanced heart. Uh, in embracing the challenges, uh, even when they are overwhelming or difficult, but but you don't let them overwhelm you. you don't let them tear you apart. Yeah. Uh, and that's great to see. Yeah, I, I, looking at all this story uh, from now, I can say that with you, I couldn't have experienced um, to go deep into my fears and... Uh, um, my problems that everybody has because uh, your um, self-confidence was so much that was enough also for me but this doesn't let a person grow yeah. especially when you are uh, a young uh, person so I'm glad to myself that I understood that uh, because otherwise I, I would have um, um, kept on uh, um, hiding something yeah. because you were just enough to hold your um, heavy bag and also mine. Yeah. Afterwards in my life, again, I fell into this um, mistake, sharing my heavy bag with another person. And again, this didn't let me grow. Again, I had to break things and start living my fears. Yeah. How interesting that we both went through 
similar patterns, um, each of us in, in their own journey, but it, it, in relationship particularly, it, it takes a few cycles to break, for, not for everyone, right? But to break certain patterns that come from your you know, family, education, upbringing, whatever they are. So even for me, some of the things that we're talking about, I just learned and realized and they came to surface in the last three to five years. Um, so yeah, you need to really do the inner work, right? Uh, and you, again, sometimes it's through experience, sometimes it's through some someone that helps you in the journey, but it's not not that easy that to kind of realize these things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why don't as we are on this uh, uh, on this thread, let's maybe talk about life challenges and. We, we both had, as pretty much everyone, and we, um, we face them in different ways, but I, I'd like to ask you, what, what do you think, how, how did your life challenges change you? And uh, what would you say, like, is there any sort of recommendation that you have for others or for your friends when they go through challenges such as breakups, divorces, or they don't find meaning and purpose in life, or they need to change work, uh, or they don't, they're not fulfilled by their work, anything that comes to your mind, like how life challenges changed you? And what are the resources that one can rely on? Yeah, um, of course, when you experience a life crisis, you think to be the only one uh, to have that kind of crisis and um, which can be uh, un- unsuccessful work uh, or job, I mean, or difficulty in relationship with friends or the end of a marriage. Um, I experienced all of this. And uh, anytime um, you have a different age. Right. <laughs> and... Uh, um, it doesn't happen again. I mean, um, it happens in, in that period. And then when it, if it happens again, you have another age, other, other experience. So you have other tools to, sure. to, to, have, um, to face it. Uh, according to my experience, uh, and this is what also I recommend to friends, if I see that they are in difficulty or in uh, they are living uh, um, personal crisis, I just would recommend not to hide uh, your feeling, not to hide your sadness, your difficulties. Um, First of all, to yourself, because the first step, the first step you have to to move on is to understand that you have a a problem, that you are living a problem. And what uh, helped me... um, many times uh, uh, was to look for a friend or two other friend a person or two maximum that can uh, welcome your your um, your feelings as they are as they are without uh, uh, judgment uh, without advice probably sometimes. without advice at all just welcome your feelings this is the best thing that you can do to yourself because you let yourself experience sadness uh, anger desperation if you let all these feelings to pass through you 
and you have somebody who can welcome this and that it is not uh, someone someone that is not frightened by this yeah so it must be somebody that has has lived and experienced a lot of uh, um, feelings and emotions um, this is a good part uh, to heal yeah from something and and do you think it's rare to find someone that can receive your feelings as they are uh, versus trying to give you advice or you know getting frustrated by your feelings so I feel that empathy is hard meaning if you see someone that suffers many of us I mean including me sometimes like I feel the pain of the other person and and it's oftentimes natural to want in that pain to be over because you share it and you were just going into solution mode right uh do you find these people that can do this for that could do this for you sort of a rare uh people or like you it's like okay you just grab the two the first two that come on your way and they're good with it no absolutely it's hard to find people that can welcome and uh, without judgment um and i'm not talking as a person that doesn't make judgment i i've i've done and i will probably without being all, all always conscious of doing it but um what you find in very often is from friends or family uh people that loves you they love you and they just um, would like to see you happy or, happy or relieved. Um, yeah. relieved they don't want to see you in that struggle and this is some somehow saying i mean yeah it's it's normal that people don't don't want don't want to see you in that uh, difficulty so the first thing that people do is usually to give you advice or um to look uh, uh, for a solution with you but this is not a good point yeah. because um um solution uh, is is a process it's not uh it's not a milestone yeah <laughs> and this process is inside of you it's not something that you can just grab it doesn't it doesn't heal you it doesn't lead you to anywhere in my opinion so it's very rare to find people that can welcome your emotions um and but um i guess everybody can find somebody and if not if you really don't find a friend that can um can be like this in that um, particular moment of your life look for help look for help and this can be helpful for the moment and then we'll uh, uh, highlight on you other tools in, uh, with uh, which you will be able to find the right person that will yeah. welcome right because maybe you are not um you are not um trained uh, to have relation with uh, people that can help you in this sense 
that I'm talking about. Right. And so maybe you just have a, around people that uh, will not help you succeed in um, in overcoming your crisis. Yeah. So just uh, ask for help, and you will find a way to get to have these kind of people around and I, you. And I guess when you say ask for help you can refer to okay i'm gonna see a therapist or yes someone, or a coach it depends coach. On, on it depends on on the gravity right. of your problem but also i guess we can translate that into look for help like today we have this beautiful thing we call the internet where you can literally uh find a number of resources that can i mean at least to me one of the things that helped me the most during my darkest times was uh youtube videos of spiritual teachers yeah. or books from spiritual teachers like god bless eckhart tolle who mm-hmm. was there for me i mean i never met him actually i met him in person because uh, i think like, four years ago he came to budapest so i went to to see him uh and but back in 2013 when i i also had this you know very shocking divorce uh which i mentioned in some episodes very quickly in, in the past, but maybe one day I'll, I'll tell, tell more about it. It was a very unpredictable, uh, short marriage that, that ended in a matter of a few months. Um, and, and Eckhart Tolle's books helped me a lot. Not only him, I, I read The Seven Habits of Highly, Expect, uh, Highly Successful People by Stephen Covey. So I found a lot of motivation, inspiration, and relief in all of these books and videos. So I think that more than ever today, there are resources that one can, can leverage, don't you think? I think so. Um, everything depends on uh, the scale of uh, difficulty that you are living, uh, right. depression or other, other uh, pains that you are living. Sometimes it, can be helpful because you are <laughs> you manage everything with with your uh, instinct uh, and of course yes we have this uh, we are lucky we can uh, go through a lot of information and uh, um, look for what look for people that already lived something that can share with us yeah um, we all come from uh, traditions, culture, families. And when something like this happen, happens to you, what you have to think is um, yourself, yeah. uh, uh, mental health and um, spiritual health. And uh, yes, I, I had uh, to fight <laughs> with uh, people that uh, uh, had strong traditions those traditions and those uh, education uh, was so strong for their lives that um, they could not even open their mind to understand what I was living. So I had to make a choice, uh, follow them or get apart for a period. And I chose the second one because simply the first, the former was not Yes. Um, but like a safety distance for a period. A safety distance, yes. Yeah, um, and I think that interjects well with 
do what we started, that there are seasons in lives and mm-hmm. there are seasons in relationships. So, of course, if there are connections that consistently break your boundaries and make you feel miserable, uh, you don't have to stay in, the, in those relationships. But there are friends that are with you for 20, 30, 40, whatever years, and you may not agree with everything. They may disappoint you, but ultimately you can forgive. And, and even there can be a good conversation about it. Or not, I don't know, but it feels like these can be still meaningful relationships that gives you joy and give you, you know, positive experience in life. So I think there's a value in keeping them up. And sometimes you can actually strengthen them like it's our case, I guess. Mm-mm. Cool. So maybe, Chris, as a last touch for this conversation, I, I'd love if we could share like the conversation we had yesterday you are looking at yourself uh, and thinking about what will you do in five, 10, 15 years? Where will you be? And like how this um, reflection impacts your work decisions. But, but I don't want to put you on a difficult spot, but really the idea of, do you see yourself more as a leader versus as a specialist? So this, uh, or a technical person, and I, what I found interesting in our conversation yesterday was this idea of leadership that you told me. I, I like to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, yesterday you were challenging me with this idea and you asked me, what, what, uh, what do you see of yourself in your future? How do you see yourself uh, as a leader or else or a specialist? And um, since uh, I have this special bond with you yeah bond yeah um i could be completely open more than uh more than what i do with uh, any other and i realized in that moment when you asked um, that i have never thought to be a leader not just because not because i i don't feel like being it but because I never believed enough in myself and I felt like it was a ridiculous idea because this image doesn't match, match thank you, uh, with the idea that I've had of myself for years. And so this was a good point to, for me to, to think about. And this can happen only, this kind of conversation can happen only uh, if you feel uh, free to tell a person that you feel ridiculous, <laughs> okay? Because yeah. uh, it's something that you usually don't say to anybody because you, nobody wants to be ridiculous, to feel right. ridiculous, but this was the truth. And you were completely open to me. I didn't feel judged. I, right there was nothing that could happen to me if I tell if I even told you that I wanted to be um, a clown right. <laughs> okay okay great thank you Chris uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience before um, you continue packing this house and uh, for, for our audience we are in a kind of a, I'm surrounded <laughs> by by yeah like boxes and pack packages uh, because uh, Chris is, is moving out. 
to go into the city. Yeah, I'm moving out in a few weeks. So this house is not very welcoming to you for, for you today. But... Yeah, we have a very interesting arrangement here for the podcast. <laughs> no, um, nothing to say about more about the past. What I would like to, um, to share with your uh, audience is um, that I would like to be sure that everybody who is listening understands what, uh, what we live the, for each other, what we, what we feel. Yeah, okay. I don't know if these few minutes and words gave justice to this. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Because we are not, we're not just common friends. We, we have a special uh, link. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Thanks for saying it. Okay, we will end up with a hug, but we'll not record the hug, okay? <laughs> It's just going to happen right after. So thank you, Chris. It was a beautiful conversation. I really enjoyed it. It was flowing. And, you know, maybe a couple of years from now, we'll do another episode or even earlier, whatever. Like, maybe we'll do a podcast in Italian, as I just mm -hmm. suggested. Whenever. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you.